Welcome to the Holy Wow Money Podcast. I'm your host, Serena Hicks, and we together are going to be talking about all things Holy Wow Money. Holy Wow Money is always a win-win-win. It's a win for you, it's a win for them, and it's a win for the world. Holy Wow Money is also always respectful, reciprocal, and reverent. Finally, Holy Wow Money isn't about money. Money is never about money. Money is always a stand-in, and it's an invitation for some love-led untangling. Anyways, I'm glad you're here. Welcome to the Holy Wow Money Podcast. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I am back from the Londolozi, um, uh, a safari at Londolozi in South Africa. They do not pay me. I keep saying their name because it was so amazing. I had the great um, opportunity and privilege to work with Martha Beck, Boyd Vardy, Bronwyn Vardy, who also has a married last name that I do not feel equipped to pronounce. So my apologies and shout out to Bronwyn Vardy with a last name that begins with L. Um, in this episode, I want to talk to you about the power and magic that we find, and I said find on purpose, that was a word choice, my friends, when we are both open, surrendered, and allowing ourselves to be pulled towards our money goals. So let me say it a different way. We don't want to push we allow ourselves to be pulled. And what I mean by that is some of you listening are like, listen, I have a money goal. I want to make 3 million this year. I want to make a hundred thousand this year. And I'm speaking in us, put it in whatever your money goals are, but whatever it is, miss me with, I just completely want to be out of debt. Cause you know, I'm like, I want you to be out of debt, but I want to make you so much money that you get out of debt, but pay it off and you're never in debt again. Remember that's the game, not get out of debt and then learn how to make money, learn how to make money to get out of debt effectively and always. Okay. Now that we feel that it's such an interesting, there's like such a fine, actually it's really not that fine of a line. It's a fine line to find. And as you walk on this fine line, it grows wider. So it is very much a practice. The fine line is we don't want to push. We don't want to, I'm just going to use a hundred thousand us because it's such a common, easy, easy number goal. So if someone is like, I want to make my first $100,000 a year, you know, as a coach, it's so right as rain. Remember what you want wants you to. I like to say like what the divine has put on your heart. Like I've once felt like I want to be a CPA. Never felt that draw, you guys. Can you figure out why? It's not for me. The divine did not put it on my heart because it's no, just no. It's the worst case scenario for everyone involved. Likewise, I love connecting with you guys. I love teaching and talking with and supporting and connecting. And I know some people who are like, that sounds horrible. <laughs> I've definitely, I met a guy once and it cracked me up because he was like, oh, I'm becoming a coach. It's a very hard career. It's horrible. You have to this and that. And I was like, dude, you're not a coach. <laughs> definitely, definitely don't try this. He was like, well, you know, maybe you can make money. I was like, no, you can make money. And you are not a coach. Don't do that. Like follow your bliss is, is accurate in, again, what you want wants you to. I think it was Rumi who we always credit with that, but Rumi was right. So if you have a desire for a financial goal, if you have a desire for a career shift, whatever your desire is, kids, no kids, rescue dogs, 80 rescue dogs, whatever it is, 
Your desire comes from the divine. It is the invitation to partner with the divine, the invisible world to create. Like you get to be the vessel that creates it. Think of musicians. They do this shit all day. They're like, blah, blah, I'm gonna write this song. They created, they got to partner with the divine to bring forward whatever it was they heard in their head. So the rest of us get to experience it as well. It's the same in your business. It's the same with your money-making. So some of you see things, some of you hear things, some of you just follow things, but whatever your money goal is, trust it. Here's where it gets weird. And now we can't bully or push or force it. That's where it gets weird. And so for so many of you, you ping pong between the extremes. And by you, I mean, I used to do this all day and I've still done it in my life. So it's a practice like yoga, my friends, like being connected to the divine. We never get there. It's just a glorious practice that we get better at and it gets juicier and deeper as we go and flow. Too often, the two extremes are push, 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 push. And you can feel it in your body. Most of us hold the tension around our collarbone. Suddenly our shoulders are halfway up to our ears. Our face is tight. Sometimes we're snippy. Potentially we have road rage, which I just think is one of my core compositions. <laughs> just want you to know, I came home from South Africa just glowing and radiant and loving on everything. Even animals are noticing me more. And then I get in the car and I'm like, <laughs> Austin traffic? Don't know y'all. Don't know. Girl needs to make more money and hire a driver. Noted. All to say, we know when we're pushing. You know when you're pushing. You're breathing shallow. Your self-talk sucks. You know you're pushing when you catch, when you slow down long enough to notice that you were talking to yourself in ways that are unacceptable and you know it. Like you would never let that, you did this wrong. I always do it wrong. Shaming and blaming self and others. We know we're in a push cycle when that's happening. And remember, the only way to the only way to get out of a push cycle is to love yourself out of it. Can't shame yourself out of a push cycle. Ask me how I know. Okay. The problem here is so often you guys go from like, all right, I'm pushing, I'm gonna hit the money, go never mind, it's not gonna work. I'm gonna surrender. And then you ping pong to the far end of the spectrum and you're like, I am surrendered, but mostly you're like not doing shit except beating yourself up verbally, quietly. Like you think I don't know, I know, and you know. So you're silently beating yourself up over there while doing nothing, being like, no, I'm surrendered. So you can call it what you want. That's not surrender. We know what surrender feels like in the body. Open. I think sometimes there's a sense of awe. Relaxed around the jaw, relaxed under the collarbone, shoulders lowered, open heart area, open trusting. Remember, there's three kinds of business. There's your business. There's the business of the divine, God as you understand it, or the invisible world, if you prefer, or quantum physics, if you prefer. And then there's business of other people. And surrender, it's like I have this visual in my head of it's when like I am trusting the divine and I'm trusting other people and I'm trusting that we are all doing the dance, like everything is right. This is a rare, glorious state. And that is why it is like sacred work slash spiritual work. Like your money mindset, your money making, your money having is, is nothing short of a spiritual experience and that you can't force it. And that's where we've been trained by the white supremacist patriarchy. Push, 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 grind, hustle, push, force. And you can like force some shit, let's be clear. But it's the least efficient least effective because of who we are being energetically when we're forcing. We only force things we don't actually believe are going to happen any other way. So we're in God's business and we're in other people's business. 
Another way to recognize when you or I have slipped into forcing is there's a hurried quality to it. Hurry, hurry, hurry. It's impatient. And the impatience, impatience always reveals like a lack of belief. So whether you're like, I'm going to make a hundred thousand or I'm going to lose 10 pounds, or I'm going to win a Emmy, whatever it is, when it needs to happen fast, it's because it's coming from that, like the lack energy, that disbelief, like I need to prove it to myself. Whereas when you really know, yeah, this is going to happen. It's almost, well, it's not almost you guys. It is. It's that slow down to speed up. It's like slow is smooth and smooth is fast. I was talking to a friend in the boom, boom room about my uh, adventure travel home from South Africa. And I had a flight from Johannesburg, South Africa, nonstop to Newark in the United States, shout out to New Jersey. And then I was going to get home to Austin, Texas. And the short version is that flight was delayed and they were like, we'll get you home in two and a half days. And I was like, I am not going to hang out in an air conditioned hotel for two and a half days. I just had the time of my life. I want to go home. And so they ultimately rerouted me. And it meant I went in the wrong direction. I went from Johannesburg, South Africa to Dubai, awesome airport to have an hour to noodle in. But it was literally the wrong direction. And then I went from Dubai to Houston. And my point is, my friends, to an untrained eye, I was moving in the wrong direction and I was adding six hours of fly time. To an untrained eye, it was like, this isn't the way. And yet it got me home mere hours after the original flight path. And, you know, 2.5 days prior to the original reschedule, Ruhaha. So sometimes we slow down to speed up. And slow is smooth and smooth is fast. And the thing about when we're slowing down to speed up, it's a surrender slowdown. It's not a, I'm not doing shit, slow down. Those are different. And just because you call it a surrender doesn't mean it is a surrender. So the two extremes I want to differentiate is most of us spend most of our time, and I include myself in this category, over pushing, because that's what we're socialized to do. Earn it, achieve it, push it, do it, make it happen. And it's not wrong. It's just not necessarily right. The other end of the extreme that we often flip-flop to is then we're just not doing anything. We're like, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Like I have no say in it, no agency whatsoever. And I want to remind you, but the desire, where do you think that came from? Like you were being tapped, asked, invited to do the thing. Now we're going to talk about airplanes again because I can't get over it. So my final flight, the 16-hour, actually, it wasn't my final flight. My 16-hour flight from Dubai to Houston, Texas, um, was an A380 Airbus. Nice. Two-story plane. Like, there's a lounge. The announcement, so the, one of the captains, you know, before takeoff was like, you have 11 flight attendants who speak 15 different languages. And I'm, like, on the internet, of course, on the plane because wonders never cease, and I'm reading that it's, you know, wingspan is 292 feet and it holds over 600,000 pounds of weight and it is moving 500 humans. And it was in the air for 16 hours and there was a camera on three different spots, external camera. So I could watch what we were flying over, taking up, landing. Like this blows my mind. Stay with me, friends. Somebody was like, you know, we could build a real big airplane. This blows my mind. Like, I'm amazed that the Wright brothers were like, let's build an airplane. And don't forget, people laughed at them. And then they did it. And that was amazing. And like, they put two humans in this amazing, put it in the sky airplane. But 
it's such a huge, magnificent leap from what they created, the Wright brothers, to an Airbus 380, over 600,000 pounds in the air for 16 hours straight, fed and watered and allowed peeing and pooping and who knows what else on a plane for 16 hours. I crossed an ocean in a mere 16 hours. Like this blows me away. And I want you to remember somebody dreamed it up. This is the call on their heart. They saw an image. So when I keep saying like, listen, your money goal or whatever it is that you're like seeing a vision for that your ego is like, "Mm," when it's, when it's feeling tired from pushing too hard. And it's like, this is a dumb idea. Who am I to do this? I'm not allowed to do this. This is not meant for me. If it's meant for me, we'll just have to see what happens. I want you to stop pinging ponging between the two extremes of push, 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 push. And well, let's just see what happens. And the sweet spot in the middle, the fine line that you walk that gets wider as you walk it is to remember you have agency. You have power to impact and influence your money making, your money having, attracting best fit clients to you and having fun along the way. The ping pong is just helping you find your center. And as you walk that line, again, it's a practice and it gets easier. As you walk that line, I told you guys I went full blue. You literally are raising the vibration in the collective of humanity because you are another human partnered with the divine and at the same time doing what you can to impact the human collective. Like that is, I think, surrendered. Doing what you can with what you have where you are now. Not waiting for some future version when very common, like, well, when I'm out of debt, then I can do X, Y, and Z. Or after I've made that first 100K, then I can do X, Y, and Z. But rather, it's not waiting. We're back to the present moment. Free from the past. And also free from the idea that the future is exponentially better. Like, it probably is. But we don't want to put off delay, you know, like, well, the future is going to be good. And that's just what, again, remember, this is what healthy human brains do. This is what we're doing as we are creating holy wow money. It's literally not about the money. It's about being in concert and creating and being in charge of, nothing likes to be controlled. I hate the word control, being in charge of creating that which calls to you. And by calls to you, I mean whispers to you. And by whispers, I don't care if it's a handbag, I don't care whatever the money goal is. Recognizing, hmm. This is an invitation to co-create. I accept the assignment. And then here's where it gets weird and woo. And every single one of our ancestors knew this shit. I don't care what your ethnic background is. Every single one of our ancestors knew this shit. Got lost in that whole patriarchy colonizer bullshit era that we're clearly moving out of. It's always just the next right step. It's always just the next right step. So many of us want to see a full blueprint. And if you are an architect and building high rises, I want you to use full blueprints for safety reasons. But if you are an entrepreneur, if you are creating, innovating, whether it's a new business, 
or a new genre or a new way of doing business. Does anyone here remember life before Netflix? Some of y'all kids do not, but there are adults in the room as I record this podcast and we remember life before Netflix. And it's so funny because literally some of you guys listening to this are like, y'all are old. No, we just remember life before Netflix. And it's just phenomenal how it has changed everything. You guys, someone had that idea and it didn't make sense to most people for a very long time. And now it's just a standard and normal. I literally remember late nineties being in a conversation with one of my roommates named Emily. There was more than one. And she was like, Serena, our professor told us in class today, we're all going to carry cell phones and you'll like, keep your phone number for like decades. And we like laughed. We were like, that sounds stupid. (laughs) I'm a 917 girl. If you know, you know, all to say, It's just hilarious how things keep shifting and what feels audacious, potentially too big, potentially you're being too big for your britches or you want too much. That is untrue. It is literally only and exactly always the divine direct calling or DMing you, if you prefer, asking you, I want this to happen and I've chosen you. Will you partner with me? Will you help me? And you get to unburden yourself of baggage of, oh, that's not for me, or I can't do this, or I don't know how to do that, like past identities. And you get to not put off becoming who you're becoming to a future state. You get to step into the magnificence of it now. I want to read it this way. It's like the most powerful identity shift when you stop trying all capital letters and surrender. Remember surrender is always active. And at the same time, it's a let go. When you surrender to the magic, the magnificence of who you already innately are, you are already innately powerful and not just able to create change. You're already doing it. You've been doing it. And so when it comes to your money-making, we're just showing your brain that you already have this power and we're showing your nervous system and your energy system. It is safe to use your power in this way at this time because it historically hasn't been. And that is why so many of you feel that like, um, I want to hide and me too feeling like when visibility, we start showing up more when we start really speaking our truth, just to normalize it. I was, I think the fear is fear is beyond manageable now, but I honestly spent the last year and a half, two years, um, scared because I talk about money. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I'm much more comfortable talking about racism and maybe the intersection of money and racism and what it has in common as far as the patriarchy taught us. Don't talk about it because that, you know, silence always favors the oppressed. Silence always favors the oppressor, that whole vibe. But to just talk about the energy of money, to literally say out loud, like, yeah, no, ma'am, money, it's unlimited energy and it wants to work with everyone, it wants to work through everyone. I'm not stupid enough to not like know that some people are like, that's bananas and that's harmful and all of this kind of stuff. And it's like, of course, my energy system was scared. I'm a direct descendant of enslaved people. I'm also on my mother's side, a direct descendant of people who struggled a lot. And there's this idea that we can't have, and there's this history that we've been punished for trying to have. And so it makes sense that in my nervous system, I've had to spend a lot of time calming, soothing, and reassuring self that it is now safe 
for me to be seen, loved, appreciated, and supported on a whole new level. And for me, the power of saying it is now safe acknowledges that that may not have been true 20 years ago or 200 years ago, or even five years ago. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It is now safe for me to be seen, loved, and supported on a whole new level. Obviously, that is true for you as well. This is why we do not just the thinking work, constantly checking in with the body and the body's wisdom as guide to know when and where, when, not if, when and where it's time for soothing, it's time for just witnessing, allowing, and using the brain and the nervous system in concert because at least for me, it was very freeing when I started to realize, yeah, man, of course I have these fears. Like looking at history, looking at how the patriarchy works. Like, oh, of course, I'm afraid of being shamed. I'm afraid of being attacked. I'm afraid of um, succeeding and people asking to borrow money. <laughs> like These are all the normal things. And it's like, oh, so the brain then gets to support the nervous system and the nervous system gets to support the brain. And it's again and again, coming home to ourselves and being partnered with in loving service to ourself and the divine. Like working for love with a capital L, not working for love as in trying to earn it, not trying to earn the validation, but like, that's why we're on the planet at this time together and doing this work. And, you know, I know some people are mad at money. I can't help. I can't help you with that. This is this is for a community of people who are like, I am not mad at money. I understand it is a tool that I can use to support a myself, but others. Like this is how we change the world, not complaining about it by actually reshaping it in real time. Okay. This is the part where I'm going to invite you. If you're like, okay, I'm totally following all of this. And how do I do this again and again? The mastermind, I'm obsessed with the Holy Wow Money Mastermind because it is a container and literally a container, no more than 25 people, where we share these values and we live them together. And it's the Boom Boom Room, by the way, is a prerequisite. So if you're listening to this and you're not in the Boom Boom Room, get in here! It's at this exact moment of recording, 3,000 for lifetime access. It will not always be 3,000 for lifetime access. Okay, great. So I encourage you because there's things we can think and that's imperative as we are sculpting our self-concept and what we can do and what we have done and how we are already impacting the world. But then there is the community component and keyword being a curated community of people who are moving in the same direction. There is an energetic, um, I think I want to call it a link up that happens in these containers where it's like, okay, here are some of our shared values, inclusivity, money-making, burning down the patriarchy with love, but burning it down. And there's a sync up energetically. And we see each other winning, thriving, call it whatever you want, obtaining like, oh, that just happened. And they didn't die. And that shows our nervous system, not just in a thinking way, like in a real like, okay, look, they didn't die. Got it. That is safe for me too. And there will be so-called, but for sure, failures, like, oh, I tried to hit that goal and it, and I didn't get anywhere near it. And again, that is showing our nervous system. Our nervous system is actively linked and experiencing and they didn't die. And it's that like, oh, that's how actually, okay. I can't not tell you the story. So now we have to go here. When I was at the star retreat that Martha Beck leads annually, and I do highly recommend, um, 
I had the great privilege of, she does one-on-one coaching with each person in, in a group setting. There was only 10 of us there as far as attendees. Um, and she started with me and um, it was, it was too much too soon for my system. And of course she recognized it because she's Martha Beck and she's an actual genius. And this is what she's done for decades. And so at some point it was like, is this too much? And I was like, yes. And so she of course was lovely and was like, thank you so much for modeling. You know, you can say no, if it's not the right time, blah, 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 blah. All to say, I was the final person she coached. And we talked about before I had the final one-on-one coaching session, that was absolutely magnificent and transformational for me. But she spoke specifically to the science behind knowing. And I was like, oh yeah, that's definitely been happening. The whole other days, as I witnessed everyone else getting coached, even though consciously, I know she's safe. You guys, I paid a small fortune to attend. I flew around the world to attend. Like I knew she's safe. I went to get one-on-one coaching for her. My brain hundred percent on board, my body hundred percent on board. But when it was go time, my nervous system, parts of my system, protectors and firefighters were like, nope, too soon. And yet when I spent days witnessing everyone else being coached, that soothed the nervous system so that when it was my time, that safety was established on a nonverbal like energetic level in a way that was really fascinating for me to experience. And I think that's one of the magics of the Holy Wow Money Mastermind is being in that container with those humans in that chrysalis, if you will. We start July 11th, we end December 15th. It is by application only. Go to serenahicks.com to find out more information, the exact dates, get your application in. I am shutting applications down on July 1st. I love you guys so fiercely. I want to end by reminding you what you want wants you to. It is not meant to toy with your emotions. It's literally calling you forward and inviting you just the next right step, just the next right step. Again, all of our most ancient ancestors, they knew and they felt and they just took the next right step, just the next right step. And they let things unfold one next right step at a time. Okay, love you, mean it. I love you, elephant energy big. Goodbye. Hey, Holy Well Money changes the world and it starts with you. Yes, you. Are you already ready for even more? If you want to like make out with these learnings, I want you to get on my email list at serenahicks.com right now. And if you like mm, are ready to get married with these learnings and want more, 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 Get your sweet cheeks into the boom, boom room where all of the other change maker cool kids are all ready, lighting the world on fire with even more of their sacred work that they are getting paid holy wow money for. You'll find all the information at serenahicks.com forward slash boom. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Yeah.